welcome back to our next interviewing episode of Cloud Tech Talks. This is your host, Sindhupriya from Amidas. Happy to meet you all again. One of the pivotal reasons why the enterprises migrate on-prem workloads to cloud is cost effectiveness. But is that true? Is cloud really cost effective? That's the topic for today. And in order to discuss that in, that in detail, we have with us a cloud expert, Mr. Satanshu Upadhyay, Manager of Cloud Strategy and Migration, Deloitte. As our guest, Satanshu is serving the cloud industry for more than 10 years by now and brought stellar cloud strategy implementation results for various large corporations like TCS, Vipro, etc. So welcome to Cloud Tech Talks, Mr. Satanshu. How are hey, you? Thanks. I'm doing good. Thanks, Sindhupriya. Thanks for having me. Uh, and good to talk on this topic. I feel it is very relevant for the today's day and age. Uh, in my day-to-day -day job, I and over the last 10 years or so, I have been helping clients define what cloud means for them, what is the value that cloud provides to different organizations. Great. And for clients across different maturity levels, clients who are just starting off on cloud or have been mm -hmm. on cloud for some time and clients who have been on cloud but still need help uh, wow. to realize the value of cloud. So I think happy to talk on this topic, very relevant, and uh, thanks for having me. Great. So, Sitanshu, uh, according to your recent uh, Microsoft Cloud Migration and Modernization report, so compared to the last one and a half years, organizations who migrate more than half of their workloads will grow by 74%. So let's keep this data at one side. And on the flip side, we have this massive economic crisis. So uh, given this scenario, uh, organizations are put to a situation where they need to rethink whether cloud is really a cloud or cost-effective solution. So how do you see this trade-off, Sitanshu? I think a great question to start with, Sindhupriya. Uh, we know how the economic situation has changed over, I would say, the last six months or so. Exactly. The North American market has been, I think, pretty badly hit, uh, primarily because the Fed has been hiking rates to mm -hmm. counter the inflationary trend that we are having. Yes. And that has resulted into, I would say, creating a perception of a recession mm -hmm. uh, that is looming over all the industries across the spectrum. Also, I would say the political climate is also uncertain uh, due to war and all the other news that we are following. Uh, I think a cherry on the cake, or I would say the uh, subsequent bad news that we heard this week was the Silicon Valley Bank going down, right? Yes. Uh, so it, it has been a difficult time for sure. And uh, I would say traditionally, the way organizations have worked, uh, IT has been typically seen as a cost center of the organization. Now, in such times, yeah. what happens is there is an increased pressure on the cost centers that, that an org has. That too, if you think about, I would say, the buy model IT, there is usually a freeze on the change budget that the org okay. has because you, you just want to keep the lights on. And when you think of keep the lights on, you want to reduce further and further spend that you can on all the functions of IT. Uh, cloud, obviously uh, not being left out. So is cloud really cost effective? The answer is cloud has not changed, right? Economic situation has yes. changed, but the value prop that cloud was sure. providing and is providing has not changed, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the other thing I would say is the way uh, organizations perceive cloud, right? So what I hear nowadays from my clients, and this has started from, I think, uh, last year, end of last year, is the cloud is charging me too much. 
I'm so blessed to see my bill. Uh, is this what I'm supposed to pay uh, mm-hmm. as a cost moving to cloud? Now, invariably, the answer that I give, give to these clients is uh, cloud is never charging you too much because cloud charges you for exactly what you have used on the cloud. The bill that you get right, is, is exactly what you have mm-hmm. used and they give you data for each and every penny that you have spent on cloud. I think it so, is more around how you have used the cloud and do you know how to optimally bifurcate, distribute your spend across different offerings from cloud mm-hmm. that the cloud provides you. So okay. cloud still is a cloud effective option, I would say, in this year as well. Perceive cloud, the way we look at cloud is uh, supposed to change. Uh, we have to understand what is the value that cloud provides in such an economic situation. If mm-hmm. you are seeing pressures on your top line, how can you manage your cloud spend so that the bottom line contributes to your top line growth? And mm-hmm. how you can use different services from cloud across the spectrum of, say, infra as a service, platform as a service, software as a service. Okay. So I think a short answer would be yes, cloud definitely is still cost effective. Uh, but the lens through which we look at cloud, at least in this kind of economic situation, has to change if you want to make the case for cloud. All right, all right. So it's about cloud can still be a cost-effective solution even in yeah. 2023, as long as you utilize it uh, properly in a way that you should use it. Is that right? Correct. That's that's all accurate. Right. I think you you summarized it pretty well. All right, all right. That's a bang on answer, Sitanshu. Fine. So um, how do you deflate this cloud migration bubble? Also, it becomes a cost-effective process at all three stages of migration, uh, Sitanshu, during, before, and after migration. So you have handled all three stages of climb. So. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll build on to what we just discussed about the cost-effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when you are uh, trying to sell the business case for cloud in such a economic situation, your CFO will not agree. And okay. uh, one of the key reasons for that is you will invariably see a migration bubble being uh, pop up whenever you think of moving to cloud. Now, maybe mm-hmm. I'll, I'll spend a minute and define what a migration bubble is for the listeners who might not understand it. When you think of doing a business case for cloud, okay. you spend some amount of money as a one-time cost, which is the cost that you incur for the effort that you spend to move certain amount of applications workloads to cloud. And when mm-hmm. you try to project it on a X and Y axis, comparing the current state that is an on-premise state versus a future state, which might be a hybrid state or a fully cloud state, okay. this one-time cost shows up as a bubble. And okay. it becomes very difficult to uh, justify why this kind of mm-hmm. bubble is required. Okay. Now, if, if I think of uh, deflating the bubble, mm-hmm. uh, and I think you asked for the three stages, right? So yes. maybe, maybe let's speak about how do we plan for it before the migration? Okay. Uh, different cloud providers, right? Uh, they have different offerings, different solutions for you to deflate this bubble, uh, or I would say make the realization much simpler, much easier proposition to sell to your mm-hmm. business, to your leadership, is okay. to use use programs like funds available from these uh, cloud service providers, AWS. And there are multiple options. I maybe mention a couple of them, which a lot of us might be aware of. So AWS has an option called MAP, uh, okay. Migration Accelerator Program, uh, mm-hmm. using, using which you can 
uh, let AWS fund some of your cloud migration cost as a result of which migration bubble gets uh, decreased or deflates. Wow, okay. Uh, Microsoft Azure provides uh, something called as ECIF. That's a fund that is available to you to use services on cloud. As soon as you mm -hmm. move, there is a services credit uh, that you can use after going to cloud. So there are options like these which are available that you should use uh, in order for you to create a positive business case and a proposition for cloud in, in uh, such times. I'll try. Uh, right. Uh, the other piece, probably what I would mention is uh, when you think of the migration bubble or the costs for moving to cloud, different teams might look at it in different ways. So if I think of some accounting measures that you can use, mm -hmm to deflate the bubble, uh, that would be looking at what kind of costs from the migration bucket that you can capitalize. And what I mean by capitalize is there are certain amount of costs that can be amortized over a period of okay. time. So it does not show okay. up in your books as one-time cost, mm -hmm. but you can capitalize them over a period of time. Uh, the way you would, I would say, uh, generally uh, depreciate an asset, right? If you, if you bought, say, a physical server, you can depreciate that over a period of time. Same okay. thing can be done with a migration bubble costs, and there are ways of dealing with this in the accounting standards through IFRS 16. So you can look at those, mm -hmm. and as a result of which uh, your bubble kind of deflates and it gets spread over a period of time uh, or the duration okay. of migration. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, these are some of the options. There are other options as well that you can think of when you think of deflating the one time cost and creating a case for moving to cloud. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's maybe I, I would say beef before the migration, right? I, I hope I'm making sense, right? And uh, our leaders yes, will, uh, will be able to follow this. Uh, during migration, so let's think about during migration, what can we do? Now, when you think of a cloud migration, you would think of a certain duration in which you want to move certain amount of applications to cloud. It may be a year, two years, three years, depending on the appetite of the organization. Mm -hmm. and uh, the kind of applications we are talking about. Now, the way we can fund some of the one-time costs is to accelerate wherever we can. So suppose okay. when we are migrating, we end up creating uh, what we call as move groups, right? A set of applications that should move together. Yes. What mm -hmm. should follow mm -hmm. what? So okay. if we can create a way to define move groups, mm -hmm. which are rather easy wins or low-hanging fruits, Okay. Uh, that we can migrate sooner. And the sooner you move to cloud, uh, the sooner the gap of current versus target state is realized, and as a result of which your overall total cost of ownership uh, comes down uh, lower in a shorter duration. So okay. try to find out ways to accelerate the migration uh, when you're executing it, and that can fund some of your one-time cost for migration. Okay. Last but not the least, let's speak about post-migration. So yeah. Again, a question, a problem very relevant in current times. Uh, clients want to understand how can they optimize their costs on cloud once they're on cloud, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, and uh, uh, we do certain measures when we move to cloud because at times we are in a rush to go to cloud. There are certain drivers for you to go to cloud. As an example, you want to get out of a data center very quickly. Mm -hmm. So you move to cloud in an as is state. Okay. And maybe you are realizing a savings of say 10 to 20% on your prior to cloud moving spent on, on the data center. But as soon as you move to cloud, you can look at measures like right sizing, utilizing different billing options that the cloud service provider has, and okay. a lot of other tools that 
give you the capability to do some optimization measures. Cost optimization. Will, okay. Correct. Which will help you again lower down your TCO, make your mm -hmm. IR better, make your ROI better, and that in a way creates a case uh, for you to, uh, I would say, take care of the migration bubble that you had seen originally in your business case, which which basically creates okay. a case for you to sell crowd easily. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. So, making ROI better—that's the ultimate aim that everyone yeah. needs to look at. Yeah, that you have given uh, almost the step one, step two, and step three of the process. Hope everyone have noticed it. Uh, so, Satanshu, you are handling multiple client uh, pain points each day, right? So, enterprises, in order to stay abreast in the competing market, or for heaps of other reasons, migrate cloud, uh, migrate to cloud. But yeah. after a substantial period of time, let's say uh, one or two years of time, many organizations see their business cases or uh, did not remain relevant. So what's your take on this? Uh, again, I think a very relevant question to this topic, uh, Sindhupri. I think thanks for asking this. Uh, uh, almost all the clients uh, who have moved to cloud, mm -hmm. they come back and say that, either the benefits are not to the extent to which they are projected or they're okay. having some of the other issues with cloud. And that's mm -hmm. where uh, their leaders, their business starts questioning the wit and wisdom of uh, the cloud team or the IT organization who has taken up this initiative. Okay. Uh, I, I would say there are several reasons. Uh, maybe I would say the number one reason why uh, business cases do not remain relevant after one to two years of migration is we end up creating business cases primarily on the basis of a lift and shift migration. So True. the the easiest way to estimate uh, the cloud migration business case is to consider lift and shift. And then there are some high level estimates to understand what kind of efforts you end up spending on, say, a modernization mm -hmm. of an application. If you have some legacy mm -hmm. workload, say a mainframe, and uh, or any legacy, say Windows workloads, uh, AIX based mm -hmm. applications, which are non x86, cannot move to cloud as it is. Okay. The efforts that you estimate to make this larger changes around modernization, replatform, are not estimated appropriately. So okay. the timelines that you estimated for, the budget that you estimated for, will not hold good as soon as you move to cloud. And there's okay. a reason for the time and it's not even easy to estimate these things upfront. So your business case was built on lift and shift uh, with very limited effort spent on, I would say, the other aspects of cloud, which kind of provide more value compared to just moving to cloud. Cloud is not another data center. You can't use cloud as another data center. It's more so, than a hosting location. And mm -hmm. only if you're able to think of it that way and create a case upfront mm -hmm. uh, to realize those benefits, I think that is where... Uh, you will see that the business case is more relevant for a longer duration. All right. Right. Uh, second thing I would mention probably is there are a lot of uh, intangible benefits that the cloud provides. Mm -hmm. So th there is definitely cost, which is a dollar number. Everyone can see a number and make decisions based on that. But then there are aspects yeah. that the cloud provides which show you results over a long period of time that maybe mm -hmm. contribute more to your top line. So it ends up becoming a discussion on the revenue growth and not a cost-based discussion. 
but they're left out in a business case. So if I okay. talk about like some of the examples, mm -hmm. uh, how how would your employee productivity go up? Uh, because mm -hmm. you're going to go out, right? How many of your organization rules either will get consolidated or the amount of time that people will save because now they are not doing XYZ tasks uh, of infrastructure management yeah. and can do something better with, with the time that they have at hand. Mm -hmm. uh, very difficult to quantify, but if you can find out ways to create value, create some measures, KPIs around these parameters, then mm -hmm. feed back to your cloud business case and then you are not always worried about cost. Right. Uh, a second, I would say, again, very relevant matter which cuts across all industries is time to market. Right. Uh, organizations, companies, they develop products and yeah. uh, software is, is the backbone to develop any product. Right. Uh, and yeah. in today's world, everyone is based uh, on, on a technology platform. Mm -hmm. So how do you calculate the benefits to time to market because of moving to cloud? Now you can do the ideation quickly, right? You mm -hmm. have the ability to develop fast, uh, fail fast, uh, redo things faster, right? And that is what improves your time to market. And as a result of that, you will be ahead of the game, ahead of your competition, capturing more market, uh, drawing a lot of revenue. Again, something that is difficult to quantify, but if you can spend some efforts during the business case, speaking to the business and what it means for them to use cloud, your business case will be stronger and then you'll see its relevance for a longer duration. All right. I could feel the heat of the topic already, Satanshu. We have a lot more to discuss, I tell you. But we are going to continue that in our next episode. Listeners, hold on the thoughts and we are coming back soon with part two of the episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and uh, don't forget to follow our social media channels. You can check out for Amadeus Technology so you'll be notified of the new episodes. Till then, enjoy your cloud journey. Take care. Bye-bye.